0: People are still saying that, right? YOLO? No. No? Were <laughs> people, people ever really saying it? For like no. four They're months They're dabbing there. while they say it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And plank, oh. and planking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pl- I'll play. <laughs> the Harlem Shake. Oh, Harlem Shake is yeah. still kind of sick, actually. Have you ever listened? Have you listened to the song recently? Oh, you're talking about the song? The song that. fucking bangs. Yeah.
1: What about the ice bucket
0: challenge? Oh, I'll do that again. Okay. Oh, the Mannequin Challenge? Now that was oh, cool. Oh, I forgot about that. Where we yeah. could have come into the, like, Becca could kind of come into and the studio just like and we're like frozen yeah, recording. Yeah.
1: We yeah. should bring it back. We can bring it back. Mannequin yeah. Challenge?
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Dave, um, you get to do a thing. We, we, we start every show. I say start the party, Dan. You get to decide how I say it. Um, so do you have a suggestion for how I should say start the party, Dan?
2: Ooh. Uh, let me think here. Um, let's see what's like, uh, um,
0: it's not a test, Dave.
2: <laughs> well, no, that's why I'm like, this is the first test of my improv skills you freeze immediately. <laughs> Because all my first ones were like, "Well, there's funny accents, but that's awful." Well, uh, we did. Um, he
1: just did a French accent. I just did one a French morning. accent, a Quebecois yeah. accent. Yeah, yeah Quebecois. Yeah. Did yeah. yeah.
0: So you can do accent uh, if you want. It's well, not, depending on the accent. I think. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 let's see. Um. Yeah. Let, let Let's like do it as a as a I guess a, a surprised Italian accent.
0: Oh, <laughs> surprised okay. Italian. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, okay, <laughs> like uh, the get the, the
1: moon just hit your eye like a big pizza pie. Oh, that's <laughs> how
0: I'm surprised I am. Yeah, poor start to the party, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real
1: bad time. Should've just ignored what I said, but now I've got proof that you read it.
0: Welcome,
1: everybody, to the block
0: party. Oh, you meant she's a fuck. You wish she's a fuck. You meant she's a fuck. Block party. Oh, no, no. you meant she's a fuck. I'm going to tweet It a, and, a dog, and it's got you so pumped. Now you're shouting seven.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was good? <laughs> good.
0: That was good. <laughs> Dan's Italian. So he's, he's fucking furious right now. I'm he part that. i part Italian. I just went
2: through the boring decision. My name, it's like a quarter Italian and we all, and I'll claim that because they're the funniest part of my ancestry.
0: <laughs> was that good? Was that, did I seem surprised? That was you, great. You seemed surprised. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought yeah. I, I was like worried. I was
2: worried. Threw- through something that you had to catch
0: while you were saying, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, that's it good. Was perfect. Yeah. yeah, okay, nice. No, that was awesome. impressive. Well, yeah. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Block Party. This is episode number one hundred and fifty-eight. I'm John. I'm Stefan, and uh, we have a great guest with us. Uh, this is a, I would say, one of the longest time requested guests on the show. I would say we've been we've been fielding requests to have this this man on the show for a long time, and finally. It's happening. It's all here in front of us. He is a politics writer for the Washington Post. Dave Weigel is here. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Hey,
2: it's great to be here. I've been listening to the show forever. I'm a Patreon subscriber, uh, I guess that makes this unethical, but I'm <laughs> really glad to be doing it. No, it's
0: no. That's very ethical. You're basically is this so. Pa- is this is pay to play. This is yeah. It's, it is. Yeah. Pay. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never even thought about that, yeah. so that. We should do that. Yeah. Like once a year, we should just be like, yeah, the person who gives us the most money gets to guest on the show. Yeah. That really? couldn't backfire, right? No, it would never backfire. Yeah. We had we had a listener on a Real Good Show episode, and they did pretty good. Oh, that's right. They yeah. were like very nervous about being on the show, but yeah, they did yeah. well. They yeah, did that well. was good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, what, what the way I always think about it is we have had people who are Patreon supporters on the show before, and it's just sort of like, we're all, we obviously pay you for your appearance on this show. So you're basically... You're getting your Patreon subscription for free now. Essentially, cancels it out. Oh, great! Yeah, so that's kind of like I'm I'm glad. glad
2: Twelve years of being on Twitter. That's (laughs) like I've gotten something. (laughs) Congratulations! Yeah, you're you're welcome. There you you go. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, because we we've been in talks to have you on the show for a while now, but for for a while uh, they makes it sound like there was like a negotiation. Well, there kind of was. There kind of was. was. I had to like write an email to Dave's boss and be like, please (laughs) let him come on the show. That really did happen. And
2: yeah. also, I, I delayed this once because I part of my job and I, I feel like that's a reason people might follow me is that I'm constantly traveling places to write about stuff. And, and often on Sunday, I'll book a flight and say, oh, the five things I promised to do that day. And I believe that happened. Uh, there was a, there was something I had to do a couple of weekends ago. This one works, though. This one. I actually wasn't a flight today, but an earlier one. So I oh, tricked wow. the system. You're <laughs> I, on a I, flight. I beat the man and where I are got you, off the plane. Where
0: were you flying from?
2: Uh, North Carolina, which uh, oh. had, had a lot of fun writing about uh, gerrymandered districts. That's not a really funny subject. I imagine we'll talk about other stuff. But yeah. I, I had a great, I had a, I had a good time right before that. I was in Arizona uh, talking to Republican governors. Uh, all these things. I mean, I, I, I'm glad that uh, people are amused by the things I, I say on Twitter and the way as I cover this. Because you know, done a little bit differently, it's probably really a soul-deadening. But I, I have a good time. And yeah. I have a good time, and I try to learn things, try to write things, and uh, everyone involved with this realizes there's a level of ridiculousness permeating everything. Yeah, yeah. everyone involved in what I cover is it, in the last five years, especially is pretty aware that yeah, you, you kind of have to laugh at it some of the t- sometimes. So there, there's my Twitter persona.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, I will say, gerrymander, maybe not funny, but the word. The word itself is pretty good. Very good word. Gerrymander. It's a long word. Where does that even come from? What's the word origin there? Oh, you know, I was like, that was rhetorical. (laughs) You're like, well, actually.
2: No, it comes from this 19th century Massachusetts politician. whose name was actually Gary, and it got mangled for all time, uh, which I'm a little sympathetic to. Oh, is that Uh, where Parks uh, and Rec got the joke? I believe they did yeah, uh, that's funny. because uh, and and the district itself looked like a funny funny monster it stretched all around Massachusetts and that's just what things are like now. I mean uh, the power to draw congressional maps is, is in most places with the legislators who you know or belong to one party or another. and they just kind of dare each other to draw the most rigged maps possible. So in, in I was in North Carolina which is like a 50-50 state and Republicans drew only 3 seats for Democrats out of uh, out of 15 and then illinois is the opposite and so that's one thing you end up covering through politics is people not really saying out loud haha we're gonna screw you over but coming up with fun fun bureaucratic uh dodgy ways to say that uh and me going and t- and talking to them and <laughs> explaining what happened yeah but fun year for me really this is this is all of this gerrymandering happens in one year so incredibly fun year to go around and see these and when you drive through the districts uh you you the point of them is to make them as complicated as possible to put it, random communities in different chunks of, of places, and it is meet people who have no idea who represents them because, unbeknownst to them, there was a deal done to make them irrelevant and <laughs> make it just so that, like, there were enough so many too many seats for one party to ever lose control. Yeah, that's the goal every time they draw these maps.
1: The craziest one that I've seen is the the Dan Crenshaw one, where it like oh. it like goes up and then like loops around. Yeah. And it looks like almost like a question mark or whatever. And there's, you a, there's a lot can't like,
2: like drive straight lines through them. They don't connect communities. There's a thing where a little chunk of a city will stretch out eternally into rural areas until there's just enough Republicans. And then Democrats have have their way to do the same thing. Uh, it's I feel like you guys don't do Canadians, I, I should say. You guys are the representatives of Canada officially. Um I don't think you guys do this, right? No, we don't. just, Just the parliament can say, you know what? It'd be great if the liberals never, ever lost ever. So let's just rig it.
1: Yeah, yeah, like my we, ri- my we, riding is like it's like a square. I think
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, or like a, yeah. or like a
1: parallelogram
0: yeah, or something. You're yeah. you're always riding a square. Okay. I don't know what that means, but it sounds like an insult. It does, yeah. yeah. The tone of voice. I think. Yeah, yeah, you're always riding that fucking square. Yeah. But if you if you look at no, like the yeah, local it's, ridings, it it's is very really... much just like uh, oh here's it's just a city that we divided up into pieces, and it's but it's always the same. But it's like it doesn't change. Here's,
1: here's a long street that goes down the middle of the city. And yeah, that's the we'll just line. divide it on. Yeah, exactly. So generally seems to make sense, at least. I, I'm just speaking yeah. for
0: Vancouver here, but... No, I mean, that's pretty much how they do it. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's some areas of the country where it seems a little bit weird how they do it, like, around small towns or something like that. Well,
1: there's like also... That, there's, like, like in, like, northern BC, there's, like, the massive ridings where it's, like, yeah. all of... It's, like, half the province. Yes. Because, like, there's you only know, th- 10,000 10, people, people live up there yeah. in this gigantic space. So you'll have... In Vancouver, you'll have a riding that's, like, you know, 20 blocks by 20 blocks or whatever. Right. And then another MP will have half of the province. Yeah. The entire Northern half of the province.
2: Yeah. We got those too, but people, I I was saying not everyone talks about it. it. That's not true. uh, Because they're like, one thing that happened this week is uh, a, a, Republican candidate who lives in this Toledo district. Then Republicans drew this Toledo, Toledo, Ohio, which is used to be working class Democrats less. So now uh, drew a new district. So instead of it being like plus 20 Biden, it's going to be plus five Trump or something. And the guy was just tweeting about how great this is. He's this, you know, shaved head, big beard, um, had a lot of QAnon tweets. Uh, Jan- was it the January 6th, right? All that all that stuff. And and just bragging on Twitter, like, ha, 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 Jerry Badgering's great. I'm going to be in Congress now. And I literally just retweeted to explain it, and he, relevant to this discussion, this show, and he blocked me for that. <laughs> and so he just, but the, comp- the confidence is saying, like, look, I, like, they gave me this thing. I'm going to be a Congress. Congressman, I don't ever need to talk to you. Yeah. It's you know, it's honest. I appreciate it. Saying
1: the, the quiet part loud. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 I, I I do want to say, I saw you, you're drinking some coffee there. I assume it's coffee and I do like the, the, the C-SPAN mug
0: is very nice. It's very on brand. I feel like yes. you
1: come on with a C-SPAN mug. Did you get that from, did they give that to you? Did C-SPAN send that to you?
0: Uh,
2: they send it. No, when you're on C-SPAN. Uh, they, oh, you when you're on C-SPAN. oh, when you're on C-SPAN. Oh,
0: when you're on C-SPAN, they give you a, a <laughs> you don't nice need to be little g- gift. about all the fancy things I do. I'm, <laughs> yeah. fancy, I'm sorry,
2: but <laughs> <No>. <laughs> when you're, I did extend the O a lot when I said the word on. Though I didn't need to do that. But, and yes, when, when you're on the show, the perk you get is, hey, thanks for coming on. The thing you were drinking water and/or coffee out of, you can take that with you. You say, oh man. And so I have one of these, I have like an up with Chris Hayes shirt that they're not shirt.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they give Hayes. you a shirt when you go on the show, everybody has to wear uh, this up with Chris Hayes t-shirt when, they when, you, guest on our when show. you,
2: when you do go to like the New York, uh, uh NBC studios, there's an NBC store on the way out and you can buy swag. You'll never see anywhere else. That's just, you know, you know, plastic straws for the show. Uh, Jimmy Fallon gags turned into, into t-shirts, things like that. I have a, you know, a community, uh, where Troy and Abed made shirts that say hashtag Annie's move and they helped Annie move. Yeah, yes. Like I, I got one of those shirts. I said, Hell well, that's, yeah! I, okay. I'm like, I'm like my friends on TV now, and I got this after leaving, I, like a morning show to talk about. I'm sure something horrible. <laughs> Just there are this well, and said, well, well, I'm here,
0: there are comedians who will do that if they do like a late night appearance or whatever, they'll buy the merch, but I think they (laughs) act like they were given it, but I feel like it's kind of like, uh, and maybe they were, maybe I I shouldn't say maybe when you do stand up comedy on, you know, Conan or whatever, you get a little gift basket. But I just, I can remember, uh, there was, uh, there was a comedian I know who did it and then was wearing the, like, Whatever hat. I can't remember what show it was, Jimmy Kimmel maybe or Conan. I don't remember it, but then it was just like wearing the hat around town for like six hours. After why not? Yeah, I mean yeah. I got That's no. Cool. I, I got no issue with it, but it was it would just made me laugh because I was like, did they buy this hat though? Yes, because that would that would be very funny. Yeah, if you go on and you buy, and the you still hat have to buy it. Yeah, and then you and then you wear it around. I mean, like, I'm, hey, I was on this. I'm uh, at the point now, but where... I still wear my just for laughs badge. Of course, when yeah. I do shows, yeah. So.
1: So, I'm yeah. at the point now where if I get I, I think the ideal gift for me now is a coffee mug. I do
0: like that's your ideal. Gift. I do You'd like rather receive nothing else on Earth.
1: Well, I'm ideal, like realistic gift.
0: So Irene just got yeah. back from L.A. Yeah. And she brought me
1: back some nice coffee okay. from Joshua Tree and a nice one of the and a metal coffee
0: mug. One of those metal ones. Oh, but see, doesn't that feel like the those get kinda, really hot. Yes, I was gonna say, yeah. Aren't those it's, just mostly for camping? They're not really like. Uh, they es- essentially, I think they are,
1: but I, I sort of like that outdoorsy feel to them, and uh, I, th- I think I am getting to that age and that point where I'll, I'll, I like a gift that is like practical too.
0: Sure. I think it was a couple years ago where, uh, how about I, I, just a good old fashioned blowjob? Whatever happens to that? <laughs> <laughs> am I right, guys? Just would someone fucking suck my are, are dick you, already? What guys? do you have there? eye drops this is how old this is how old you are you just got handed eye drops uh, yeah i woke up this morning and my eye was really bugging me and so uh becca was going out shopping and she bought me eye drops and just brought them in in the middle of recording that's so so nice
1: yeah are you gonna do the eye drops right now
0: oh yeah you bet my my eye is killing me
2: i have some nasal spray here if you want to take a break at some point yeah did c-span give you that
0: too sorry i'm just (laughs) a little bit i was up early we did an early episode this morning and
2: no, this is like a hedge fund.
0: Business, <laughs> right? No, it's just it's Goldman whatever, whatever Sachs gave is. me these, this nasal spray. Yeah. yeah, is that still a thing, Goldman <laughs> I've Sachs? Been tr- yes. Okay, I don't know. I never know uh, which yo, one- huge thing. I, Well, I just never yeah. know which ones shut down or didn't shut You're down. You're
1: thinking of Lehman Brothers,
0: I think. Uh, maybe, but yeah. I'm not. That's what I mean. I'm like not thinking about any. No, of those. yeah. Okay, it says I'm. Oh, I shake did. well and put one to two drops yeah. in the affected. eye. Okay, let's see how this goes. Okay. I got. I haven't shaken right. it yet. That's fine. Yeah. Go ahead, Dave. You can say whatever you're going to say there. Oh no, I
2: I did clean a lot uh, recently. Get get rid of things in my house, and I had been saving a ton of stuff that was clear, like it was unique. Uh, did I want it? Not necessarily, but did I know that I would never again get this object? Uh, that that and I kept boxes of those objects. I finally started to purge some of them, but things like. Uh, there was a birthday party I went to a long time ago where they made t-shirts for it. And they all had said, uh, turn down for what on them. <laughs> and I'm like, well, no one's going to use that again. So do I want to keep this forever? Or do I want to say, eh, we have the memory. I'm going to let it go. And with a lot of political stuff. I mean, I, I do hang on to a lot of political merchandise for the same reason. like, No one's going to go reprint this, like do a special edition 10 years later of this campaign button or whatever. And so, but I'm, some I keep. Uh, my favorites are probably Rick Santorum rock the vest, which is a oh. picture of Rick Santorum wearing a vest.
0: <laughs> oh Love my god! One. Oh, um, that's good.
2: <laughs> one I got. One I got that people. No, I should not be specific. Like people who assume the media is is making things up. Uh, I'll sometimes guess that would, would, could not be real. But I did get at one of the first Tea Party rallies. Um, a a button that says "Teabag them before they teabag us."
0: Oh, <laughs>
1: uh, that's and, good. Okay.
2: I've hung on to that one. And, that, and, and again, it's, it's so ridiculous that it feels like I'm a people, but no, sometimes people are, re- this is, this is where I think a lot of good comedy that you need to be careful. I laugh it. comes from people are just very passionate about their, their, their vision, their version of what's funny. And they got it totally wrong, but they're enjoying uh, selling it to you. You're enjoying it, buying it for them. Uh, I, a bunch of those products. I gave away probably like a third of them before, before I, I gave up, there was, there's too much, but things that were based on you know like tongue hooks that no one will ever laugh laugh at again.
0: I,
1: uh, that I, could go. I think the turn down for what T-shirt you could get away with wearing now, ironically,
0: for sure. Certainly,
2: yeah. Has um, it been long enough? Yeah, probably. I think. Yeah. I
0: think so. Yeah. Also, just a great song. Yeah. Still, I mean, no one ever. Yeah. Even no unironically. One, I think. Yeah. No one was ever like, "Well, I don't like this song." Yeah. It just was kind of like you a meme sort of thing. Yeah. I'd wear it. Yeah, I'll say and that. I would too. I remember. I mean, going I own to... three Fred Durst shirts right wow, now. Wow, that's. So. I
1: mean, that's a whole other issue. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but that's totally earnest. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's
2: true. That is that's true. The thing you want to, you want to do?
0: Did we did we ever get your review of the new album? Because it came out on your birthday. Uh, I mean, again, if you l- want to check out my new metal no, podcast, I know the POD but So now you cast, can plug that. And th- Brian and I did a review, a mini review of okay. it. We, we were doing the 311 uh, three eleven self-titled album. Right. Uh, but we did mm. uh, a, a little mini review of the new Limp Biscuit.
1: And what's the album the new Limp Bizkit called? Still Sucks. That's so, like,
0: I love that. That's, and then, that's the, the, pretty good. The yeah. cover itself is, like, horrendous. Uh, they always do that. It's like Wes's art, and they just. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah. It's so bad. But I it's bad yeah. enough that is, I love it.
2: Is yeah. there a new 311 self-titled? Like are they doing no, the seal no, or Peter from... Gabriel thing Are they just call Three Eleven?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean Three Eleven is still making music. We should be clear about that. But um no, this was yeah. their their self-titled uh album that came out in ninety-five. Oh, um with like
2: down on it. Yes, yeah.
0: exactly. Down is the first song. Okay. Yep. Um and so yeah, it's uh I mean, not good. It's uh, I'll say that. Not yeah. a not a great album. Um They they have one song that's extremely funny where they're trying to invent a new word um, for like a close friend and that word is (laughs) brodal, so they're like "Uh, these are my brodels, yeah. Yeah, And then in the chorus, it's very weird. What is what is
2: what is the second part of the neolog? I know what a bro is. Yeah, it's just like
0: it's just like brodal. Like you're my brodal. Like it's not. That's not even like. I don't think it's like supposed. I don't think they're supposed to be like. Yeah, it's not a portmanteau. Yeah. It's not like Brodel and um, like Handel. bro and yodel. Or, yeah, no, yeah. they they do rhyme Brodel with yodel in the song, as you might imagine. Okay, it's the song um, called well, that brodel? would make the song is called Brodel, Yeah, okay. so but then in the song, so uh, okay, here I'll bring up the lyric here because it's it's really crazy. So the the song is, I mean, the whole song is is absolutely horrible, uh, but. In the in the chorus, they say the brodels is the Naz and the Naz knows where it's at. The (laughs) brodels is the Naz who knows a cat can feed a cat, Uh, which I don't know. And then and then it goes (laughs) on to say the goal is to be a poet and a carpenter, to be one who loves to be one who works. The Naz is not something that can be given. The brodel is inside you. It comes from within. Okay, so that's the chorus. So we were like the that's Nas. That's the chorus. That's the chorus. They, they that is three times in the song. If they
1: added this to Genius.com, the website would shut down.
0: <laughs> well, we had to go to SongMeanings.com to figure yeah. out because I was like the Nas. What's going on? I learned that. Well, okay. Do you guys want to take a guess? So that again, it's just they Kay. they say the Brodels is the Nas and the Nas knows where it's at. What do you think then, they mean by the Brodels being the Nas? The Bros are is they they are they're the Nas. Yeah, the Brodals is the Naz. How is that? N A Z N A
1: Z Z N A Z Z. Yeah, they're like na-
0: nasty. Like nasty isn't cool. Okay, that's a good guess. It's not even remotely close, <laughs> to being right. Okay. But it, but like a sensible guess. Sure, like that's what I would probably. Yeah, guess. yeah. yeah. Dave, Dave, do you have a guess? I
2: I only know it's a nonsense word. Like there is a band called the Naz that took their their name from a song about the Naz and it was supposed to be nonsense. So I, I, all I hear is a nonsense word. I have no, no guess.
0: So it is not actually a nonsense word. It is a uh. uh, short for Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, uh, you know what? Cause okay. they say
1: carpenter yeah, they later say on. The goal
0: is to be a poet and a carpenter. So they're saying, but they're not a religious band. So what they're <laughs> saying is like, yeah, a true bro is like akin to God. They're like Jesus. Like if you can find a true brodal, they're like <laughs> Jesus of Nazareth. Okay. Man. Yeah. They're smoking a lot of weed. I mean, we, because we often, yeah. what we'll do on POD cast is we'll find the like Rolling Stone profile about a band. Right. And the like Rolling Stone. From the time. Like from this, the is time period. this is 94. This is 95. But Rolling Stone didn't profile them until 97. Okay. But the, the, the headline of the article was Good Buds. Ah, and then it literally oh, yeah. in the promo photo in 97. Yeah. One of the one of the members of the band is just has a massive joint like yeah. in between his fingers and they're. Yeah. So anyway.
2: Yeah. Well, for, for Rolling Stone readers, a band smoking pot's pretty edgy. Pretty. Yeah, edgy. Exactly. Was we just different in the 90s? They do different stuff because that's not what we does. We doesn't make you sit around with friends and be like, yo, you know, be a funny word for this concept. <laughs> Like that's, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. i guess it's
1: almost like a beatnik thing sort no. of right yeah like it's
0: probably more of like a beatnik that type harkens thing. back to the the okay. beatnik era maybe yeah let me, I, I think 311 well, I mean, sort of modern day beatniks. Yeah. yeah let <laughs> me find the <laughs> pretty, the. go ahead
2: i mean they're, they're pretty young at this point the self-titled uh 311 and, and i had maybe ever other people have like as a young person friends ma- would make up nonsense words like uh I just had to celebrate a friend's birthday party, my friend Dean, and we, I don't know how we began it, but we just, we made up other names that are not his name and call him by it and he recognizes it, like Wendell and Dennis. Yeah. And we'd just, on a group text, be like, yo, is Dennis coming? Not his name. He just never put up with it. Like Beat, we'd say Beat if something was bad and all that. So if I had a white rap rock band in 1993, I probably would have incorporated some of that stuff in there.
0: For sure. Yeah.
2: But it would have been lame if I'm like, oh, when my friends were 12, we did this. So I would say, you know what? It would help with this. Drugs. Yeah. Tar, soda, whatever is something that make it sound cool.
0: Do you have the article, John? Well, so, yeah, so I wanted to read that. There's a couple really good parts in this article. <laughs> okay. The first one is. Re- so this one is really good because they're talking about uh, how successful 311 are and it says this is the writer writing this sure 311 may have sold more than 2 million copies of their last album and transistor may have entered the billboard album chart at number 4 but the band has also endured fires deceptive producers and critical slings and arrows that would have torn apart a more uptight crew then the lead singer's name is Nick Hexum and I just this quote is awesome we really try to keep a good attitude says Hexum a lot of people say man it's such a shitty time to be alive but I can't relate to that at all (laughs) Just basically being like, look, all these poor people that listen to our record, you know, or whatever. All these people who have these horrible life situations. Not me, not me, me. baby. I'm famous. I'm this. (laughs) I can't relate to them at all. I'm fucking. My life is Uh, awesome. Did they ever? Um. Did they ever like sell out? I mean, I don't think you could sell out if you were three eleven. They're like a reggae rock band. But they
1: didn't show. They didn't do a thing where it was like, uh, "Amber is the color of like your mutual fund." (laughs)
2: Yeah, I've never seen 311 used. Even there's an Eric Andre sketch uh, where a guy runs on stage in the show and says investigate 311 and they play what sounds like a 311 song but it's some other band. <laughs> so like 311 wasn't even willing to be used in like a goofy sketch. So they're they're pretty legit. They're yeah, not but, like uh, you know Bob Dylan or yeah. uh who else who else has sold it? I guess everybody. They're not like everybody. Yeah. They sold they now sold their <laughs> music for commercials.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I definitely they've probably sold their music to commercials, but I also don't think 311 fans would see that as like, wow, they really they really fucked us over with this yeah. one. You know, they'd be like, oh, yeah, they're in a car commercial. Cool. They yeah. Get now to I make... can hear them more. Yeah, yeah. This is the other really good. Uh, this is the other really good quote from the article. Uh, (laughs) this is such a Rolling Stone line, by the way, which Dave, you'll appreciate as a, as a, as a writer, we get dissed for being lightweight because we're happy gripes hexam relaxing after a post gig massage (laughs) bracket, just (laughs) one of the perks of platinum album sales. Uh, but this is the great quote here, but I'm talking about things in my lyrics that are important. Maybe if the great thinkers of past times like Buddha or Christ were alive today, (laughs) people would say they were shallow because they were just talking about everyone being cool to each other, (laughs) you know, that that, that classic great thinker, Jesus Christ. So so he
1: is like directly comparing himself to Jesus and the Buddha there. Well,
0: he's just saying, yeah, if they were alive, people would shit on them too. That's so funny, man. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I love, I love this guy. Isn't that great? great? Yeah. Yeah, so you, you should, I, I don't think that you would like the POD cast in general, Stefan, but I do yeah. think when we get, we usually this have stuff like, I like, we usually yeah. have like 10 to 20 minutes of like, we find these old articles yeah. and you should just listen to that part of the show because it's pretty good. That sounds great. But anyway, yeah. this is a long way of saying that the new Limp Bizkit album great. Okay. That's really good. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's everything. It, I'll give it a shot. It's everything you I mean if you liked Limbiscuit before. Is it just before, basically the exact same as the like It's old great. Limp yeah, it's yeah. like great. It's like old LimpBiscuit. It's um, really
1: good. We watched uh and we we did this with the street fight guys. We watched that John Travolta oh, movie, The Fanatic, the Fanatic yeah. directed by Fred Durst. Yes. And there is a scene in that yeah. where Devin Sawa is driving his kid to school. Yeah. And then turns on the radio and starts playing not even like a classic Limp Biscuit song, no. but a new Limp Biscuit song yes. and it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, I gotta turn this up. This this is the good shit to like yeah. his kid and is explaining Limp Biscuit to but his he kid says, and stuff. He says he says to the kid, These guys used to be huge. Yeah. Um, but is is one of those songs on the album? Because that no. was like two or three years ago. Yeah, but no, no. So that was just like a B side or something. So,
0: well, I mean, we don't have to get really too into the weeds about. I, would, biscuit. I would love to. to be well, honest. so they 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 have their own version of Chinese democracy. <laughs> So it's called, it's called, so their, so their last album, their last album before still sucks came out in 2011. It's called gold Cobra. Yeah. And for the last 10 years, they've been working on an album called stampede of the disco elephants. (laughs) And uh, they have played, they've played different songs uh, off of that purported record live. Uh, They've also released some of them as singles. Yeah. And then uh, they apparently Apparently that album is either done or close to being done, but they did another album in between. Correct. So they, so stampede of the disco elephants has been rumored to come out for the last like five years and it <laughs> hasn't come out. And then apparently they've just shelved all those songs and they wrote still sucks like really quickly over the last couple months.
1: Oh my God. That's so funny. So it's like they're Duke Nukem forever. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh so God. we'll see if it ever comes out. Who knows? That's but, That's so good. Yeah.
2: Well, Dude Nukem Forever was actually, like, by the time it came out, pretty terrible, right? It was,
0: like, one of the worst games of all time. Yeah, yeah was, okay. We're we'll yeah. talking about
2: the same thing. Yeah. Oh, well, good luck to them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, because I think most people think Still Sucks is pretty good. Like, or at yeah. least people who were fans or whatever. So like, so they've like put too much time into this other one. Yeah. So, and it over-thought come, it. so if it comes out a couple of years from now and it's like really bad, people will be disappointed. And but, it's probably going to be because people have such high expectations, well, but for I've it. heard the same, like I've heard the songs they have released off of it that are supposed to be and it just sounds like, it. and it sounds good. Okay. I mean, it sounds fine. Yeah. yeah. They also signed with Cash Money Records for a little bit. Oh, okay. That yeah, was Didn't yeah. they
2: do something with Lil Wayne as yes, part of this?
0: Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So that was Is so, it better
2: than the song he did with Weezer? Because that wasn't good at all.
0: Uh yeah. I mean, yes, but the song with Lil Wayne wasn't very good either. I mean, this was like Lil uh, Wayne in uh. full autopilot mode. Uh, yeah. Kind of in his rock, his like rebirth. When he was doing like rap rock stuff. Yeah. Yeah. When he would just start playing guitar. Yeah. That's actually kind of sick. That he would just like bring out an electric guitar that he absolutely did not know how to play yeah. and would just noodle on it for like twenty minutes at his own shows. Yeah, that's pretty badass. Now I did I did bring up Duke Nukem. That's Forever. kind of the equivalent of me talking about new metal on this podcast I, for ten a minutes. A little I'm just yeah. I'm noodling yeah. right now. But I love
1: this. This is great. I'm okay. watching a
0: master at work. <laughs> yeah. Um, I brought up Duke Nukem Forever, and this
1: episode comes out uh, in in a week from now. But I think people yeah. will still be talking about it. Have you guys seen the the stuff from the Grand Theft Auto Remaster? Going oh. around Twitter.
2: Oh, I've seen the screenshots where people just look like like horrible David Cronenberg creations. It's uh, just like the arms all bent and distorted. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. It's this so, is for the next gen, though, right? It looks like crap even it's on PS Five.
1: Yeah, so it's it's like it's remastered. It's just of, for
0: Switch, right? No, no, it's on. Oh, it's on everything. Yeah, okay, and okay. It,
1: and it was taken off the PC store, right? Because it was so bad. That's and then good. so what they actually did originally was they they removed. The original versions of of the trilogy, the, it was like on Steam. You could buy the original versions, which are still good. Okay. Because it's the original ones from the early 2000s. Right, sure. And what they did was they removed those ones from the digital storefront. So you so could not buy them would anymore. So that buy the
0: remasters? So that you have to buy the remasters.
1: Yeah. And they are so bad that they have now put the old ones back on the digital <laughs> storefront. And like apologized for it. Um but it's it's incredible. I think what what happened and Dan might know this as well, because uh, he's you know, he knows video game stuff, too. Um, I think they like AI upscaled a lot of the game. Um, oh, yeah. that's dangerous. So, that's what they do a cyberpunk
2: where. So what is like, that? Oh, mean? We're going to use AI to populate the city and everyone's just phasing through walls like, it, like a mutant. Yeah, oh, and then see.
1: the other big thing is obviously with games like GTA, uh, a lot of the fun of it is that there's like funny like storefront names and like signs and stuff, right? Right. But because so much of the stuff is being AI upscaled, like the words are like not being added properly oh, or they're like mirrored and like backwards or something and so you're missing like all of the aesthetics of, of the game itself and then the two funniest things I've seen are, uh, I think it's in GTA San Andreas, The Rain, where it's just like these white sheets of rain coming down and you actually just can't see what's happening uh, when, when you're driving around. Uh, the three things. Uh, Dan's
0: bringing it up here.
1: The second one, the is, weird rain effect.
2: Uh, is that the rain is white? No one will make fun of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: my god. It's, yeah. Okay. It looks horrendous. That is crazy. It looks so bad. Uh, the other thing is that they got rid of uh, like the fog in the game, um, so the draw distance is like you can see everything in the game. So you can see all the cities from like like wherever you are. Basically, you can see Mount Chiliad from like your your home in like Los Santos. Uh, and like part of the, I played that game in 2004 when it came out and you know, part of the fun is like exploring the city and exploring, you know, the outlying areas and stuff and seeing what's out there, but you can see everything now at once. And then the third one that's great. And I think this was actually in the original game is that if you wiggle your car side to side
0: it gradually gets wider and wider yeah, and wider. Uh, Dan's bringing up the <laughs> wide car here. This is insane. It's so And funny. it's clipping through the other cars. Yeah, so, so the
1: footage that Dan is showing us right now, the car is the width of like two lanes of traffic. <laughs> two lanes on the road. And- it's it's incredible. So that
0: was a glitch in the original Apparently game as well. Apparently that was a glitch okay. in the
1: original game. Yeah,
0: there's like a bunch of steps you have to do to reproduce this
1: one. Yeah, it's not like it's it's easy to do necessarily, but it's very but funny a, that this it's in is a there.
0: that's a, and uh, honestly, I respect Rockstar for that for keeping F- the original faithful, glitches A faithful in there. glitch. I mean, yeah, I don't know if did you guys play GTA Four? No. Um, I didn't know okay because there's, there's I didn't play any I played GTA one and two and yeah. then I missed all the next gen ones because I had Nintendo right so they never I, you, so I I only had Wii and Wii U I, I didn't I didn't start playing I would love later. them
1: to bring back like or to uh, like I think a perfect switch game would be the original like
0: GTA 2. Yes. The top down, if they release that on Switch, it's I would great. buy that That's the one with all the gangs, right? Yeah. Where you can be in the Yakuza, but then yeah. you can also be in the like uh, the sort of like deranged mental patients yes. gang or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. like
1: the, the Harry Krishnas and stuff. Yes, and, yeah. yes. Um, but in GTA 4, there is a glitch uh, on the first island where there's a, there's a playground with a swing set. And if you drive your car into the middle of the swing set at like a certain angle, it launches your car like a thousand feet across the map uh and just like absolutely destroys it but it's like still drivable and my friends and i like i'm not kidding here we would in college do this for like 6 hours at a time and just try and get launched as as, as far, far as, as possible <laughs> okay
0: i'm watching it right
1: now that's pretty fun so if they ever remake GTA 4 remaster it and they don't include the swing set glitch like i'm i'm going to lose my you're mind you're out yeah but I do sort of want to
0: stream the remaster. That's pretty good. Now. Well, this is a weird because you're not even like driving over the swing No, set. you drive you kinda...
1: into the middle pole and it launches you so far, and it, it is I. It's so much fun. I love it. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I've been obsessed with the remaster. Um, because they also I think they outsourced it to another company as well. Uh, and they're kind of they were hoping like, oh, this will be like this will be an easy money grab, basically. Yeah, and I. Th- and I think it's the same company maybe, or one of them that did the last remaster for like the p s three that was like a total disaster as well. It's just so funny that this can keep happening like i I am cyberpunk did teach me to stop pre-ordering games because i did I did pre-order cyberpunk me too and uh did you ever finish it? No, I uninstalled it after like a week <laughs> <laughs> it was it was horrendous, yeah. yeah yeah I don't do you guys my have friends any
2: with PS5 is powered through on that uh, uh, they're both and they're both PS5 gamers. I know they powered through on, on PC uh, I never did. I'm just a PS4 person. I, I, I get systems like three or four years after they've been available. although yeah. the PS5, I guess is just never going to be available. Yeah so John, I'm not sure John my and I, for that.
1: John and I lucked out and, and managed to get uh, PS5s early on like before they came on out day. Yeah, but it's like I think it's actually harder to get them now, which is so insane.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like they say the early bird gets the PS5. That's right, John. I've heard
1: that they're saying that that's the thing
0: they say and I did it and and it went well for me (laughs) and I do I actually got three we've talked about that before I got three on launch day and I I kind of fucked up because (laughs) I I just sold them to friends for face value because I'm nice like that but you um, could
1: have made like five grand
0: yeah well because I didn't know I just sort of thought like ah you know they're gonna fix this they're gonna be easy to get in like three months yeah Fuck man! I if I just waited like a year, oh my god, I sold them all. Yeah, I'd be sitting. I wouldn't even be doing this pod, man. I'd be <laughs> fucking floating on a on a. I almost said floating on an island, floating on like a floaty in uh, in the, a pool in the Cayman Islands yeah, or yeah. some shit. I know what you're saying. Yeah, sell my PS5. Yeah, like the dissolve
2: and, at the end of the movie where they're celebrating on the float, the pool. Uh, he, him, yeah, I've seen palms. What's this? Palm Springs career opportunities. I, I'm envisioning this. I've seen movies where people celebrate by floating on it. That's the only way I can relate to what you're saying Yeah, have you. I seen this in an 80s comedy?
0: Yeah, well, have. okay, Dave. Easy now, but I, yes, but no, you're right, you're right. That is, that's how I envision celebrating. I'm not like a, I you know. Well, you're not a movie guy. I'm not a movie. Well, no, it's We've not even so much that. It's yeah. just that I don't, like, I don't drink or do drugs or so for me, like, celebrating is probably about, like, laying in a
1: pool. Yeah. 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 Sipping a kombucha. Yeah.
0: Sipping a kombucha. <sighs> But I am. Uh, That's my, I, I don't
1: know why. I no, that was fine. That. I think I am legitimately. Are you starting to get delirious? Not yet. A little bit. We did one episode we before this. Got up early. This, at Nine a.m. I, I've had the gigantic peppermint mocha, which was an awful idea.
0: We yep. Established that. Um, But you keep doing it. Like, how many times in this show have you said, "Oh, I bought a giant coffee, and that was a horrible idea"? I mean, I I put the bidet to good use today. I'll just. Say I know that. you're in there for a while. <laughs> I, it, that's also another. That should also be part of my retirement plan. I charge you like a hundred bucks a minute for you to use my w- watch. That'd be a really good You'd idea. You'd owe me a grand, actually. right?
1: Yeah, now. I would. Um, yeah, you're I,
0: always shitting at my house. What is I, no, what's th- up with This that? is the
1: first one in like two months. I mean, that's. I'm serious. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say I've never shit here before.
0: Thank never. you, Dan. And that's respectful. That's a respectful <laughs> friend, <laughs> Stefan. Made, it's like it's his, his job. Yeah, Dan's all here. clogged up from his gas station breakfast. That's true. Yeah, that is Dan. What did fault. you have for breakfast today, Dan? Uh this 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 sp- yeah, sparkling, uh, sparkling water. I haven't I haven't okay. had anything. We're going to gonna eat yet. get McDonald's after this episode I think and Are that'll we? be Dan's breakfast. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we got to eat something. I mean, it doesn't have to be McDonald's. No, oh, we can do McDonald's, I
1: guess. Dave, what's your go-to McDonald's order?
0: Uh I usually don't I usually
2: get like the Mcgriddle if I'm going there, but my breakfast today, I was leaving uh, North Carolina and I I stopped at a restaurant that was advertising its Pilgrim Benedict which was a Ooh. eggs Benedict, but instead of bread, there was a, a cranberry stuffing. And I Ooh. said, ugh. And then I just decided today, oh, let me go have that. Uh, so I ate, ate some of that. Um, uh, I'd love to say that's my go-to, that every day I woke up and made myself an <laughs> eggs Benedict. A pilgrim Benedict. Stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it works. It totally, they cracked it. And it had grits on the side, because if you're in the Carolinas, that's, yeah. that's what you get. Uh, uh, so that's... that. I prefer that. I mean, like what I like is that McDonald's uh, outside of like the East coast zone that I'm, I'm in a lot of the time where they throw in extra stuff in the menu. Like uh, I've had uh, when I was in England, like the McDonald's had a a, like non-based sandwich, like the two sort of mini nons as the bread. Oh, that's what I kind of want. I want a more experimental McDonald's like throw the egg on it. Obviously give me the egg, but then do some more stuff. So that's why like when they innovated it and they made a pancake, the bread, I I I thought that's what I want. That's where I want to go. I'm not a big McMuffin guy, I feel like that's been improved upon by other people,
1: yeah, I agree with that uh the the non one i'm that sounds i'm good. intrigued that's very intriguing I, yeah it's, i'm uh, that's that sounds and that's, this is a breakfast item
2: uh I think I had it as a lunch item but okay. that's when I first discovered that this company that had colonized the entire world uh and given <laughs> them unhealthy food to eat was also sensitive to local cultures and saying, you know what uh <laughs> for injecting people with a this corn syrup based treat. Let's make it, let's make it kind of relatable. Uh, and so I had, I've had a, what was it? When I was in China, this is KFC, not McDonald's. I had the uh, blood, uh, blood sausage, kungi, Oh you know, like the, the rice pudding, but you yeah, a KFC. It was like my, I, for breakfast, it was like, here's some eggs. And here is a gelatinous blood uh, surrounded by melted rice. And okay, it was great. That's what I want for my fast food.
1: I had the, the had te- teriyaki burger in, uh in Japan at McDonald's, which was, which was crazy. That, I mean, that, that was very
0: nice. That was quite good. Yeah. Um, it just feels like something you could make at home. It, uh, yeah. It doesn't feel the Japanese McDonald's like, experience that just like, felt better. That sounds white as shit. Of course. And you're like, I went to Japan and to have, have the, the teriyaki, teriyaki burger. burger well, I had McDonald's. to try it. Yeah, but, no, I, I get it. Um, I like the non, that I sounds think good to Canada, me. Canada. I guess, you know, the way McDonald's would make non too, it'd be kind of fucked up, but it tastes good for sure. Yeah. I think Canada, what's the Canadian, it's the Mclobster. Yeah, and you can only get that in the Atlantic provinces, but you can get a lobster roll. It's a yeah. lobster roll, right? Yeah, McLobster. I, yep.
1: that, I'm staying away from that. Never had it. No. I've
0: never had it. I don't think I'm doing that. I've been in Atlantic Canada when it was, because it's also only it's seasonal. available- seasonal. It's in the summer, yeah, right? Seasonal, yeah, yeah. summertime, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I know, I, yeah, we don't really have a, uh, yeah, we don't really have that. Out you can here. get like sort yeah. of like NHL-related toys in your Happy Meal. That's about <laughs> as good as it gets yeah. for Canada-specific McDonald's items, but- Yeah.
2: Are they normal looking or are they like the Eternals toys where they have gigantic celebrity heads? Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: uh, I don't even know uh, anymore. I'm just thinking of like you used to be able to get they do it at Tim Hortons now, but used to be able to cards. get NHL cards at, at McDonald's. They would sell like the trading cards. And then we obviously had the iconic uh, Muppets. I was to say Muppets All-Star game, like, which we've oh, talked yeah. about this on the 1998, show before, like NHL All-Star game. Yeah. I had Kermit
1: the Frog in like yeah, the Western Conference. Piggy, yeah, Fozzie. Animal, I think. Animal. Those are great.
0: They were yeah. really good. They weren't, pardon me, you had to pay a little extra, if they, I remember. they were, like, big. Because they were, like, a big stuffy. So yeah. I think it was, like, two bucks on top of your Happy Meal. Back when McDonald's get cared. You know? Yeah. How dare they not care about me anymore? <laughs> Speaking of not caring about things, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to
1: With an update on their
0: social 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 media. Dave, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media?
2: Uh, I, I've expanded my social media presence. <laughs> Sorry, started to laugh. Not because I was joking, because I, that sentence came out of my mouth and I realized how stupid it sounds. <laughs> but I have. Uh, I mean, I, I really have uh, I tried to spend more time on Letterboxed, which I, I feel like Maybe we're at the end of social media. Maybe there's not gonna be a new one. Uh, but that I feel resurrected the the old internet I liked when I was, you know, fifteen, sixteen, finding other people online who were obsessed with stuff. Yeah. Uh and on Letterboxd, you know, you got like small group of friends. I think only once uh did somebody ever like jump into the comments and argue with me. And it was, it was that I was, uh, I think I was like too impressed by su- the new suicide squad. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, I think I was too salutary and the guy said some, ver- some version of you are wrong, sir, but like with curse words, yeah. but that's mm-hmm. it over like years on this site. So my, my new thing on Twitter, my, my thing is, uh, is more kind of retweeting and, and lurking, uh, because, uh, anything starts an argument. It's not really, even if I, I've gotten better at seeing an argument happen on Twitter and saying, wait a second, I can do literally anything else. It took me a long time to do that. Uh, and sometimes the, anything else is just going to a different social media. Letterboxd my thing. I, I resurrected a, a sub stack because somebody who emailed me said, Hey, I liked your short lived Substack, and I didn't intend to drop it. So I've, I've gone back there and written up some stuff because I, uh, I, I just uh, have a lot of time in front of screens uh, and a lot. No, I really, I, I do. I mean, I'm you know, airports and i in places where I'm seeing things I didn't expect. And I've tried to be a little bit more thoughtful about recording it and publishing it in places, just partly for, you know, when my brain is melting uh, when I'm old and I want to remember what I did. Uh, but but partly just, I feel like it's 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 fun to just, if you're going to consume the content, right? And we're all, we're all doing that. The whole economy is about making people consume content, uh, making them want more of it. Uh, you know, oh, have you seen all 12 episodes of the show yet, et cetera? And I feel like if I can't, look at something and say I had this made me feel something that makes me want to write down that thought then I'm, why am I watching it why am I just I- I'm trying to get uh, idle you know j- junkie viewing and listening out of my brain so so that's it I mean all, all, all my all my social media now has been uh the same stuff I would be saying on Twitter but on on social networks where other people who all have obsessive thoughts about the 10,000 movies they've seen
1: I, I, find, I like Letterbox. Like I do. I, oh, it's great. I'm not yeah. on there yet, I'm but like, I, I'm
0: interested in well, joining it
1: potentially. I
0: mean, John, again, you don't watch movies. I'm not a movie but, guy. The only thing that, uh, how do I say this? The only thing I wouldn't, I would say is that the thing with Letterboxd to me, and I agree with you in some respect, Dave, where it does feel like the old internet where you felt like, oh, I can just be a blogger about this and whatever, yeah. you know, which feels cool. But, there are I have some no
2: expertise. So let me publish it. Yeah, I, yeah, the yeah, one you know, thing I yeah. don't
0: like, and I've seen this a few times is where people will use their own letterboxed reviews as like a way of replying to tweets or like quote tweeting. And that is a sickening disease. The crossover I feel like. between the it's two. It's just the, like, it's just the, like, you know, someone will have like a tweet and they'll be like, Oh yeah. You know, this movie was this, but I thought of this about it. And then someone will be like, Oh, I don't agree with you. And then they'll be like, Oh well, I don't agree with you. And then they screen cap their own letterboxed review of the thing and, and be like, this is my full opinion on this. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> Who cares, man? Like, that's just a little like, you know, fucking Roger Ebert wasn't doing that when he was alive to win arguments. Ah, uh, here's a, I'm copy and pasting my own review at you. Like it's just, a, it's just a, that's an annoying way of interacting with people. I think where it's like, you're already in a one-to-one interaction. Why would you be then bringing your own review? So that side of letterboxd, I don't like, but I agree if you're like a big, and I know people are very obsessed about movies and have a lot of opinions about them. I think it is like, it would be a fun way of compiling opinions about that. And I feel like I could get into something similar for music for sure.
1: Yes. I think with letterboxd and like that sort of thing is you have like a specific thing just for movies now. And like, it does sort of harken back to when there were like forums and like message boards and stuff, which you for obviously sure. don't see as much anymore. And like Twitter is like every message board for every conceivable yeah. topic in one place. Right. Yes. It,
2: that's what, that's it drives me nuts is even I'll spend more time on Reddit. Cause it's like, Oh, if I talk about Sekiro, somebody's not going to jump in and say, what about Israel? Why, 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 <laughs> why is this game still being sold in Israel? Yeah. Any, any comment, anything over 10 comments can speak about Israel the letterbox too the only spin off i've seen the only stream crossing has been this account um i think it's called Le- it's a, it's a it's insane letterbox i think it's like yeah. boxed or something like that that just uh, i think it's branched out but it usually just captures a really stupid review that yeah. may or may not be stupid on purpose and that's it it's just a picture of that i've really gotten into the twitter accounts that are here is some here is an artifact of the internet. Um, we just laying it on the, the table for you. It's, it's like in a museum that, but the all white walls and a little podium, uh, those kind of Twitter accounts where it's just a screenshot of something dumb. I mean, saw yes. Like Michael Gunn emoji on Twitter does this with just like people he finds on Facebook. Uh, the uh, one less than perfect shot. If, if, if you would, if you're into movies just is people submitting really, really just dog shit, uh, you know, CGI, CGI unfinished. There's a lot of these where it's a shot from, from Venom. Yeah, where you can see Tom Hardy's face and you see as if kind of like stenciled on the beginning of the CGI venom mouth coming in stuff like that. I've gotten into just uh, no arguing here is something stupid. We're all going to admire it and then move to the next room and look something else stupid. That's, yeah, that's the Twitter. Yeah. That,
1: that's now. perfect. That's what Twitter should be. That, I definitely that like, and, like that animal for sure. pictures. And that's all I need, really. I think my yeah. favorite letterbox review is the one of the Joker where it's just uh, this happened to my friend Steve. <laughs> and that's just one sentence that's all so it is. Great. It's so good. That's really good. I love it. Yeah. That's really good. So I like that you can you can do that with letterbox. You can have a very long thought out blog post yeah. and you're making all these salient points or you can have a very funny one line joke like that, that just absolutely kills.
0: So, and that's the, I will say that's the other thing about letterbox too. And again, I don't see too much of it in my feed, but there's a, there's a few people, both that I follow and just like stuff that gets retweeted into your feed where it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, you'll see the person like talking about the Joker and then they will be like in his 1931 essay, W E B Du Bois said that the struggle of the black man was, you know, it's like, where are yeah. we going? Like, it's just like, people are really trying to like, it's like every letterboxd review has to be this giant social commentary. It's yeah. like, I'd rather it just be like, this happened to my friend, Steve. Yeah, that's way that's better. Yeah, yeah. It's so much better than just like, here's like four paragraphs where I'm trying to be a like capital C critic. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I,
1: I agree with that. I think, uh, I guess this sort of segs and it goes into my social segs, media. you know, segways sort of segs. <sighs> It's, I've, I'm very tired. Are you trying to be
0: cool? Was no, that your way of being cool? Just, oh, that's kind of like a sick little seg, dude. <sighs> yeah. That, okay. Yes, I am.
1: That's what I was trying to do. Uh, thank you for saving my ass. Hey, yeah, I got you. Um, so obviously my Twitter, my timeline now, what I'm trying for is just like animal pictures for the most part. And I do want to highlight two. Uh, one of them is, uh, uh, I think it's called Possum, possum Every Hour. Uh, yeah, it's called Possum Every Hour. And uh, I don't know if they... Saw me call them out like a year ago, um, and I was sort of doing it half as a joke. But then a lot of people agreed with me. But I was like, the possum every hour account is reusing a lot of possum picks.
0: You'd have to, right? How many
1: possum picks well, could there possibly be? Well, here's the thing: in the past, and they, and they were reusing a lot of possum picks. They would use uh-huh. they would use the same. I feel like it was the same like forty picks, and they would kind of rotate between them. Sure. Uh, and don't get me wrong; they're great possum pictures. The possums looked adorable. Yeah, they were very funny. Yeah, I love them. But after a while, you're like, okay, can we get some new possums here? Yeah, give me a new fucking possum. The past couple months, the possum, the possum every hour account has been fucking killing it, and there are, I, it's all new. It's They've, all new possum. And you pictures. think it's because of you? I, I'm not saying it's not because of me. Right. How I, many followers does it have? Uh, it's, it's up there now. It's, uh, it's, no, it's yeah. It's 404,000 followers. Whoa, that's a lot. So it's big. Okay. Yeah. They only follow one person. You, uh, no, I guess it's the person who actually runs the account. Yeah. You'd assume. Um, yeah, but I, I do think maybe there's a chance that they were like, okay, we got to step our game up here. We got to get some more possums and I want to give them credit. They've been they doing a great job. Opossums. If you look at my timeline, it's pretty much just pictures of my cat and it's pictures of the possum every the possum hour every that, that hour. I've been retweeting. The other thing that I want to oh, go ahead, Dave.
2: I mean, it's still pretty brave because if you have a picture of your cat and you're in the wrong Twitter stream, you're going to get like uh, trad guys coming in saying, ah, a man with a cat, not masculine enough to have children by the age of 25. That sort of thing. You cat pictures. I even, I even shy away from uh, when I see one, I'm like, well, you don't want this. You don't want to be, you don't want to be the target of, on, of, the stuff that people will get angry about on, on Twitter. So you got animal pictures that people are not yelling at. That's pretty impressive.
1: I, well, I will occasionally see like, I'll post a picture of Kiki and then you'll get the thing where it's like one quote tweet. And then you click on the quote tweet and it's like, not available, which means it's someone with a locked account yeah. like dunking on you. And I'm like, okay, I guess they can make fun of my cat. That's fine. As long as I'm not seeing oh, that it.
2: what that is. I was too lazy to figure out what it was. Cause I do get like uh, four or five of those on a post that's doing any kind of number. It, it, it means is, that is, someone is, is
1: it, with a locked account has quote tweeted you and presumably uh, is saying something mean, but it's like, yeah, I think I would prefer it if Twitter was just like, there's no quote tweets for this. Like, and doesn't give you the <laughs> option to click on it. Cause what it is essentially is a button that lets you know, Oh, like five people are making fun of you behind your back right now. But uh, the other thing is that Bone Bone the cat and John, you're very yeah. familiar with Bone Bone. Uh, yeah, well, only because of you. Sure. So Bone Bone's Instagram uh, for I would say the past six months or so, uh, Bone Bone is in Thailand, and all of Bone Bone's captions are in Thai. And for whatever reason, I think there was an incident with with a Facebook like mistranslation. Uh, like an auto-translation that went wrong where it, like, it insulted a member of the royal family or something. And so all of the auto-translations of the Thai language on like Facebook and Instagram had been shut off completely. So uh, I didn't know what was going on in Bone Bone's captions. And I think it's just in the past couple of weeks they have they've set up the auto translate again. So now I'm I'm able to see the bone bone captions nice. uh, which adds a lot to the bone bone experience. But I am very happy about that too. So What
2: what do the captions say? What's what's what's
1: uh, the let me let me give you some examples here. Uh, they do they call bone bone hub a lot, which is very cute uh, I think. Hub. Hub. They call them hub. They say they say morning hubs. Uh, morning hubs. Uh, let's see. What else do we morning, have Morning hubbo. Uh, Mom told me to make a barber appointment and he does have kind of longer fur here. Um, baby bear got cut by mom and it's it's him getting his nails trimmed. It's just very, very cute and pleasant uh, captions. That adds a lot to the Bone Bone experience and I'm, I'm happy Definitely to see Definitely the most
2: back. terrifying way to describe nail cutting though.
1: Yes, it, it, it yeah. absolutely is. Yeah, but I, I am happy uh, for Bone Bone. I'm happy for the captions. Uh, I'm happy for the possums. And that's sort of my, my fairly pleasant social media update. That was pleasant. So, yeah, John? Yeah.
0: Well, we were talking about video games earlier. I saw this great tweet uh, from uh, this kid. This was out this week, and this just made me laugh. Uh, it's from Natalie, who's at American underscore sicko. Girls will say shit like, oh, I haven't played Mario Kart in a while. I might be kind of bad. And then wait for the countdown to hit you with. I played competitively on Japanese servers for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just a great uh I don't think I've ever had is that Becca, experience. Is Becca like that? Becca games? Becca games now, she's a gamer. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say is she to no, Mario Kart. I don't know. I don't know if we've ever even played Mario Kart. I don't think so. Like okay. I think she's like okay at it, but I yeah. don't think it's I don't think she's so like that, but I yeah. do I do like that. I I do like um how it can sometimes feel surprising, I guess, that, uh, well, you know. People will underplay their abilities. At, their at their the abilities and, at games, yeah. yeah, at things like that. Because I'm, I'm trying to think if, like, I've ever had that sort of experience I, I've done that before. with
1: NHL. So when I was working in the office before we were working from home, uh, we had a little, we had a break room with, like, a TV and, like, a PS4. And yeah. uh, there were a, a bunch of my coworkers loved playing NHL. And I was like, "Oh, can I play?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah. How, are you any good?" I'm like, "I'm, I'm okay, I guess, right?" Yeah. And then like I played like the best guy there, and just absolutely, like the first goal I scored, everyone was like, "Oh, fuck!" You just annihilated. And, I, 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 and their this ass. was, and I was like, "Oh, I guess I'm like really good at this game or something." Yeah. And that was sort of me realizing that. Yeah. So I've had that experience with NHL, but no other games.
0: I'm not. Yeah, like because I'm good at Tony Hawk, but people don't really play that, and there's also not really a big like like versus culture in Tony yeah. Hawk. So it doesn't really, so I don't really lift each other up, which is, nice. yeah, no. I don't really have that moment. I don't, I've never really had that moment of like, Oh yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm okay. Yeah. And then I just like fucking dominate. Yeah.
1: Dave, are there any games that you're very, very good at?
2: I got pretty good at the from software souls games over the, over quarantine, which surprised me. Okay. Uh, Cause I, I'd put down games for a little while. I'd play it sometimes, but I was, I was traveling more before 2020, like, like lots of people. And once I was just in my house, these incredibly difficult games uh, that you just need to, uh, you convince yourself that you will never get past a boss or a wall. And then you feel this just endorphin tsunami. As soon as you do it, I got pretty, I got pretty into that. I don't think I'm uh, one of the, I I watch people who are so good. They can like beat a boss in 90 seconds and not get hit. I'm not like that, Uh, but I've gotten pretty good at these, at these games where you have to just, uh, White knuckle it through through stuff and get to a level and barely have survived. I, I, I got into that and made other games a little bit uh, harder to have fun with. Because a lot of games I'd find to make a boss or some challenge harder It's just you have to kind of repeat, 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 hit, run back, hit, run back, like your Horizons Eridans and the yeah. super hard ones that feel like they've been constructed in a puzzly way so that you can figure it out and then once you figure it out, boom, easy. Uh, yeah, got, got pretty good at those. I mean, that's I've uh, been if i ever were to twitch uh, uh go on twitch with with something i have an account i've never done it it'd probably be that yeah i think it'd be funny to watch me fail and then <clears throat> surprising if, if people assume i'm gonna i'd be bad at it to watch me not fail okay either way i win
1: are you excited for uh, elden ring
2: oh yeah no that's one of i have very sincere this is another thing i do on twitter now i have very sincere uh souls game and elden ring tweets uh, i think it's great I, uh, I, I kind of it's kind of funny that it came. Speaking of stuff that just been delayed forever, because this was an in joke in gaming for a long time that George R. R. Martin, who can't finish anything, uh, <laughs> signed up to write the the mythos uh, for this series of games, which yeah. also were being delayed longer than anything they'd ever done. Uh, and then once they started putting stuff out, just like, hey, we took the games you liked, the six, I guess, Souls and other games in this it, it, that are that are in this mode like Sekiro is kind of the same Bloodborne. Bloodborne kind of the yeah. same we did that and now it's better than ever and you can jump and you have a horse and all and that like stuff it's like open world more it, too like oh, it yeah. looks
1: yeah it looks incredible I'm so excited yeah
2: I'm a big fan of the you know going around this looks hard and like finding something else and grinding going back it, it feels to me like it, it that's when I feel most like I am uh uh channeling the book I'd read as a kid The the the, the very formulaic uh, hero must find object that helps him. Once I go back to a boss, and uh, I've now discovered the thing that in, that lets me hit him with lightning, and that that cracks it open. I, I had way too much fun playing with that stuff during pandemic. I'm less good at the um, the racing and the and the other games I do competitively because so people will play a game with me and assume I'm bad because the ones that are fun to play with people I'm not that good at. Yeah, and the ones where I just have to have to grind it out um, as like a warrior who's sort. of I keep upgrading. That that that's my zone.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you're a true gamer is what you're saying. That's that's, that's a true g- uh, Oh, Mario Kart? <laughs> <laughs> okay, peasant. Uh maybe if this was the final boss battle and blood demon blood nine or whatever bloodborne bloodborne, yeah. Yeah. bloodborne yeah. i know what it's called okay you're doing, you doing a bit yeah. doing a bit i thanks, like guys. thanks both of you i like bloodborne God, the most. am i so unfunny that that was <laughs> you're like no no it's actually called bloodborne no, <laughs> no, no you're, you're good you're both true gamers you're uh, like oh we yeah, can't let's get into for, gamer uh, mindset right? yeah, yeah blood people. blood demon nine yeah. um that's not even a fucking game dude bloodborne i did like
1: the most because you had a gun I think.
0: Yes. And it was a bit you, faster paced. I remember watching you play Bloodborne and I was like, this is not for me. It's too difficult. I think Elden Ring, you could maybe not that it's even too difficult. I just don't enjoy that Elden Ring though. I think you might
1: like, cause you do like those open world sort of. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a bit more, I'm, it seems
0: I'm... a bit more accessible.
1: Potentially yeah. for non-souls. I kind.
0: have too bad of a temper. I, I can't. Oh, that's I, definitely
1: true. Yeah. I can't. Okay. Calm down. No,
0: in terms of video games. Yeah, I mean. yeah. No, no. I You're do, a nice guy no, outside. Well, games. no. But I, so <laughs> yeah, I just, I can't. Yeah. If a boss fight is really, really hard, that's not gonna. Yeah. Shit's gonna get broken. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've told the story before. I broke three different household implements over the whiz pig race and the ditty <laughs> racing. So... I broke two controllers that race is bullshit, and a though. TV remote. It's so fucking hard. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, Yeah,
2: no, I will mutter loudly to myself and say stupid things, but I usually don't break stuff. Um, that's good. Like I, yeah, I, I've that's learned nice. To, I'm a, just, I'm fairly old. I can walk away. I'll hit this and say, wait a second, what am I doing with my life? And then, uh, and then walk it, but not, not in such an adult way that I then, you know, devote myself to training for MMA or buying Bitcoin or something, <laughs> something important. In the sense that I will walk away, read something, and then twenty minutes later play the game. But enough where I can, I, I back down and say, like, surely there is a way through this uh, that that I can I can think through, and it does not involve throwing something at the screen. Yeah, uh, I uh, and that's been my uh, that's been my experience. I'll hit I'll hit a wall. I'll go like on on a trip for two weeks, come back, and then all of a sudden it, it clicks into place. That whole you know end of the matrix neo feeling very real for me with these games and like this has kept me very sane over the last two years because my the stuff i cover um is a lot yeah, well, let's, yeah. let's say that that's, pre, that's pretty general way that's there <laughs> you know, yeah there's, there's there's stuff i cover that there was a period there like uh where there were three days of kind of knowing how the presidential election was, was going to end uh, and realizing it was going to be subsumed by protest attempts to overturn it and then i said you know what uh give me an hour and i went and beat orphan of cuss and felt great <laughs> felt great for like a month <laughs> yeah and i powered
0: me through the rest of it that's yeah. good maybe I, that's what i need to get into yeah right? maybe help me out yeah. uh speaking of getting into things let's get into our block what did you tweet you probably see it's block tail no longer can see the pulse it's a block tail
1: you probably deserved it it's a block tail
0: uh dave the floor is yours i'm i'm excited for this one because this is actually the block tale that many people have been like you have to have dave on the show to talk (laughs) about just because i think it's like on its face is is very funny um so yeah so go, go ahead the floor is yours
2: i think it is funny because it uh it was not intended to 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 set up a block and I blocked by a lot of the people that I, I I've seen on the, the show before discussed. I've been like, Sebastian Gorka has blocked me. Yeah. Uh, the kind of hair trigger, tough guys who don't, who don't like the the libs and want to own them behind a block that happened. I, I can't begrudge it. That's fine. But this case, uh, in 2017, I was just watching a movie trailer on YouTube and, uh, saw, tra- um, the uh, snatch, the Amy Amy Schumer movie with Goldie Hawn, and thought that doesn't look very good. So I tweeted about not looking very good. Uh, I, I said, uh, "Pull it up now." The new Amy Schumer movie looks like the one where they put all the funny stuff in the trailer, but the trailer isn't funny. Now, am I proud? <laughs> am I proud of this? Is this the, the best way to say it? Is this high quality writing? I don't think it's any of that. I think it's a tweet. Uh, from a, well, what time to update did I do eight forty? Jesus, okay. why was I on Twitter at all? I should have <laughs> just been, you know. Cleaning up after dinner, doing dishes, um, working on working on a sub stack. I don't think I had one at that point. Um, But I didn't I didn't boost this either. Right. Like I know you can sponsor a tweet for money. Uh, Respect to people who do that. I didn't do that. I just tweeted that did not tag Andy Schumer did not tag anyone involved in the movie Snatch. Um, So somebody comes in and says uh, uh, that's one zing of a sub tweet. I don't know what I was subtweeting. Um,
0: it's not really a subtweet if you name the person in the. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess well, not tagging them, tagging them. I guess not tagging yeah. them yeah. as a subtweet, sort of. But I think well, of a subtweet we, yeah. as a like. Who am I talking about more than yeah. a like specifically naming the people you're talking about, but not tagging them? That yeah. feels a little different. But anyway.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's just, and people in the comments seem to agree with me. They're all, uh, you know, cis white men. Uh, that's who I like to <laughs> hang out with. And uh, then it's so that's at 840, and then at um, two, nearly three hours later, uh, so on, you know, probably 840 West Pacific time, Kathy Griffin quote t- t- tweets me and says, Oh, fuck off, Dave. Ignorant comments like yours encourage other secretly sexist slash ageist D-bags. I think she means douchebags. Uh, this is when Twitter had 140 characters right. So you had to shorten it more Affecting a woman's, all capital letters Income And then she tweets At Goldie Hawn and Amy Schumer And this is one of those moments on Twitter I realized Well, you know, I, I at the back of my mind I realized I'm on a message board with everybody <laughs> yeah. like, like the pre, like the president's on this message board <laughs> And Amy Schumer's on this message board <laughs> And like, uh, like people who I've uh, I I think, uh, like, I went to high school with and can't stand, are on this message board. Yeah. So she tags in them. I don't think I got any, and I respond to her, I like Trainwreck in the sketch series, but eh, this trailer. Again, super banal. Yeah. Um, And somebody tweets at me, this fellow Sean Montgomery, um, who, let me look at him. His bio is CTO by trade, but I should be internet famous. Uh, Mm. But who knows what his bio was at the time. Dave needs about two million people to call him. He says, and he creates a um, uh, an image like a zoom in of my phone number on my Twitter account, which uh, which I've I've taken off since then because Donald Trump um went, you know went after me and a bunch of people called the number for that reason. Yeah, a little bit more important that Trump never blocked me, Amy Schumer did. So at some point in this, Amy Schumer is aware of the tweet, uh, blocks me, and has it's it's never but never been unblocked. Um, I don't think I don't think she's really at fault in this story. I think this is a a case of how you don't really need to just like belch out every single thing you're thinking. Yeah, and there are days on Twitter when that's absolutely what I'm doing. Like I, I, I can't cannot uh, maybe past tense where that would be what I would do, what I was doing. I'm kind of off the clock. I'm uh, thinking about pop culture, the thing we all love. And I say, hey, celebrity who's on this, you suck. Um, but I didn't I didn't like direct it at her. I just, uh, I, her got back, this happened before. This happened on Letterboxd once where I said something was lousy and the person who created it uh, found that and, and like re- sought me out. And look, as uh, somebody who um, writes for a living and wrote a book, I remember vividly the the one really negative review the book got. And I definitely, uh, the guy, I don't think he was on Twitter, but there was a guy I was on the, on the, on the, on the fence of of me blocking him or not, he kept trying to pull me into arguments and the fact that he linked to that thing. I said, that's it. So <laughs> I, 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 understand what Amy, Schu- like I'm a, as a fellow um, thought leader and celebrity, <laughs> I understand, I understand why she blocked me. I'm not like, how dare she have such thin skin. I just, as, as an incident on Twitter, it felt like a great example of all the reasons that site is so stupid because no one needed to say, hey, um, well, certainly uh, no one need to go to Kathy Griffin and say you see what this guy just did. Yeah, did no Kathy Griffin probably didn't need to see. Hey friends, you see what this guy just did? Uh, they had other problems with that movie mainly that's not very good. Yeah, um, so like, but uh, and I, I think I saw it in a plane uh, afterwards and was like, yeah, my instinct that nothing funny was going to happen <laughs> this movie was correct. Um. So, uh, but Schumer, she, she's is she kind of like semi-retired, raising her kid now? Is that what's going on?
0: Kind of. She started a cooking show in the pandemic on the Food Network because her husband or partner, uh, father of her child. I don't know if they're married. I think they're married, um, is a chef. So they started a a Food Network show in the pandemic where he was like teaching her how to cook. Yeah, I Uh, I think it's also possible that she blocked you for the reason of like, I don't want to just deal with
1: all these like replies, interactions that this stuff is getting.
0: Oh that's like, legit. Yeah. that's
1: something so banal as you said just like blew up into into like that huge of a of a deal and i think it could probably be as simple as like she's like i just don't want to deal with this right now hit the block button and then
2: yeah i've done that i'm not i, yeah. I really don't i don't I, my ethics on blocking are um twitter is a is is again that this big gigantic public space not really public though it's like you 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 can get in for free but you can you don't need to talk to somebody it's yes yeah. if you've ever been you know in a in a corner at a party with somebody really obnoxious uh you can just not talk to them anymore. I've, do, I've done that p- twice i guess and uh if you want to block somebody because you just don't want to hear from them ever again that's fine and there's people i'll try to maintain a relationship with you know you know the old uh uh don't um you follow them, but you mute them so that they don't get, yep. get, get yes. on to. Okay, good. That's not just a crazy person thing. No, I, I no, think no, I've
0: no. muted about okay, a thousand sure. people that I follow. Yeah, because so. you're like, I don't want to follow this person. With, yeah. and, and also, like, in a lot of cases, I might like them. I yeah. just think they have, like, their, their Twitter is annoying.
1: Or they just, you know, I maybe they even have good posts, but they just post too much or something. Yes, that's right? a so, big one for me, yeah. too.
2: Yeah yeah well especially because i'm never in the mindset anymore of like if i just keep tweeting i'm gonna win because i, I just i yeah. just don't think there's anything to win anymore it's a uh, we're yeah. arguing we don't need to be we could we could go somewhere else and, and write yeah. our thoughts or forget about them yeah or do something else just post about the and
1: stuff that you like i mean i think i think we're yeah. kind of all at that point now which is which is good it's a very oh, positive yeah, i've always been yeah, at sure. that point that's yeah. why no
0: one follows me because <laughs> the shit i like they're not interested in <laughs> I'm like, hey, yeah. you know me from this podcast about the internet. Now here's five tweets about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. <laughs> Please enjoy. Um. No,
2: that, so I didn't, I didn't say how dare she do this to me. It actually, I think that might've been one of the moments, where I, I, I thought everyone could be reading this. Like, what would I say if I, if I met Amy Schumer, if Amy Schumer is at some, uh, where would I see her? Um, uh, Let's
0: chuck schumer's See, like, a uh, like a political I fundraiser yeah up that up. chuck schumer's oh, that gala happen. dinner like,
2: yeah. yeah yeah Like maybe she comes to dc and she's lobbying for a thing and, and she says hi i'm amy schumer I wouldn't be like your movie fucking sucked i, I would probably <laughs> yeah, say of course not. nice to meet you yeah. yeah i'm a fellow human interacting with you yeah uh there's a thing you did that i liked a lot remember their sketch and she might go uh, and walk away which has happened to me like when I met Kevin Spacey uh, at the, oh, the no. House of Cards was coming out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is going to be a way less interesting story when I mention that, that name in particular. <laughs> he didn't do anything illegal to me. Uh, I, I just met him at this. Uh, uh, he was making the rounds at this premiere for House of Cards that I, a bunch of reporters were invited to. Um, and he came over as he was coming over to me. I started I said something about how much I love Mel, Mel Profit. Which is the character he played on the show, Wise Guy? And he just he just looked at me as if he'd never been so disgusted. <laughs> he'd never he'd never met somebody so pathetic as mentioning his breakout role in the in the procedural uh, Stephen Botchko uh, series. I think so. In in Wise Guy, yeah. The fact that I was I I wanted to bring that up and not talk about his new thing, but I just I saw his eyes narrow and his mouth <laughs> kind of move, and he walked as fast away as he could to somebody else. And I think he it was like Howard Feynman or somebody, fam- somebody more famous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I know that like celebrities don't necessarily want you to come and be like, I, I really love your obscure early work that you might have mixed <laughs> opinions about. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't do this to Amy Schumer in real life. And that made me realize if this is annoying enough, uh, just, just mentioning that your trailer was not great to, to mess your day up. I don't, I don't want to live in that world. I don't yeah. want to br- ruin Amy Schumer's five minutes where she can at her phone.
0: Yeah. I think it's totally. a, a positive Development for all. I agree. So that's good. Yeah. Let's move on to something less positive. Our listener block (laughs) this week. uh, This is from Ben. Uh, This is uh, um, about uh, Ethan Nicole. Stephanie, you familiar? He he is apparently the uh, creative director of the Babylon Bee. Oh, OK. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so this is from Ben. Hello, Block Boys. I recently saw that Ethan Nicole, who created the popular Axe Cop web comic with his five year old brother, had jumped on the NFT grift by releasing NFT Axe Cop trading cards. I generally would have just moved on, except I discovered that Ethan is now the creative director of the Babylon Bee and is an all around right wing Christian shitbag. A couple of weeks later, I decided to check in to see how his NFTs were doing, and I saw that he had sold only one. Ethan has open DMs on Twitter. So I sent him a DM saying, LOL, you have still only sold one NFT. (laughs) Ethan responded saying, I like that you somehow think that's more pathetic than sending me this DM and promptly blocked me. Wit like that Mm. really explains the comedy of the Babylon Bee. Ben. Wow.
1: Having the open DMs is... Absolutely insane. Especially as like a public guy guy. figure. And a yeah. public Never figure of like that. a right yeah.
0: wing uh, yeah. no. you know.
1: Mine are completely shut off. And I, I have I,
0: open DMs, but I'm not po- no one DMs me. I'm not popular. The, so it's the not best a big thing, deal. But Twitter, yeah, if you're like a guy who's running a right wing Christian it's just because he wants it, right? Yes. He, he's invite he wants he people wants to do this. The yeah. best
1: thing Twitter ever came up with was the option to have notifications on, but only from people that you follow. Like that's the, that and the mute I think are the only two good Twitter inventions.
2: Yeah. Well, do you guys have, do you guys have Twitter blue? Did you pay for that?
1: No. No. Have you?
2: I did. Okay. It's, it's uh. so the main feature, I think that it gets described as, uh, you can, you can edit your posts. It's not really what it does. What it Mm -hmm. does now is, uh, it basically creates like an airlock for posts. So, okay. Uh, if I'm going to tweet something, uh, reply, like whatever it is, like not a retweet, but like a reply or whatever. Yeah. Um, I can. I have the option of basically. Uh, let, let me try uh, try something. Yeah, let me get again. I have the option of of hitting tweet and there being like a, a like a little buffering window. I feel like oh. it's five set, five or six seconds. And if you feel like it in that time, you just click it again and like spot the typo or think that's a stupid tweet. Um, which I've definitely used that before. I've, I've definitely been. It's I think it's like eleven o'clock. Let me let me respond to. Click click click. Nah, let me not respond to. Yeah, that. It's, it's it's great. Okay. Um, is it worth paying money for on Twitter? Probably not. Um, but that is the main new thing they added. I think it is like a, that's the last feature Twitter did like a pre, I guess, premium, but by definition where I said, good work, the thing that we wanted for a version of what we wanted for 10 years. Yeah. Everyone's tired of like a, a tweet having a typo and that being the, well, either that being the only thing people care about or it's becoming popular and you're just associated forever with being unable to spell. Yeah. Uh, no one likes that. So they
0: fixed it.
1: I feel like most people who want the edit button, though, are like it because it, you'll see people replying being like, oh, give us the edit button. Give us the edit button. And it's someone with like 15 followers, yeah, they don't
0: understand the implications of the. edit Well, the
1: button. other thing, too, is is yes. I mean, I, I remember posting on on forums and message boards where you could edit posts and like titles of message boards and getting a bunch of people to post in a in a thread and then renaming the title something that. Like it was like post yeah. post in here if you have like hypergonorrhea or something, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like that's what I would use an edit button for on Twitter. Yeah, but course. obviously this
0: is more like, These a, people are, don't are you sure you want
1: to send this post option? Yeah. And I think that's a bit better.
0: Is your brain broken? Yeah. Yeah. And if your brain is broken and you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website. Uh, you can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash blockparty. $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. We just recently posted uh paranoia our uh, our third installment of of that series we're currently playing with carlos maza carla ma and raquel belmonte and of course our dm josh burgle it's been a blast uh, so you can check that out and uh, we've got ad free episodes we've got a great discord uh we're doing we're back doing live episodes now as well we just did one uh, a family feud episode a couple weeks ago and uh in january we'll have another live show uh on zoom so you know go and check that out for all of that if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram it's at Blocked Pod. and uh, you know you can just do little things to help out the show you can rate it you can review it you can subscribe to it or if you like the show just tell a friend it's that simple uh, so Dave we're here at the end of the show and uh, you know what that means it's time for our top
1: three three
0: two one three two one uno 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 mustard three socks do girlfriend.
1: Uno, 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 uno.
0: Now, Dave, you were you were nervous about this. You were saying that you weren't sure, you know, if you were going to be able to come up with something off the cuff. But I I have faith in you, Dave. Yeah, what, I believe what, in you. What is our What's our going to be our top three today? Uh,
2: the what I kept going to was bumbling sidekicks. Everybody's favorite bumbling sidekicks. Ooh, oh, it's that's a, good. A, a, a classic trope. I it was in my mind it was in my mind because uh I saw like like everyone else I saw the Eternals uh and even in a movie that's about uh you know spoilers uh pe- creatures that are protecting humanity over the course of all history you know for for 10,000 odd years they they cram in a bumble and sidekick they cram in a a guy who uh Kumail Nanjiani keeps calling his valet which I th- it's actually an accurate term I'm not sure I I'm, I'm shaming him for this uh who who just has level hijinks? Uh, he's in all the meetings where they talk about the end of civilization and and literally destructs the planet. They just kind of forget to come out of the room. And uh, I notice you know, as as movies get more formulaic, um, get more. I mean, they've been a little bit more formulaic, but we all know that it, it, that that they it, there's more. Let me say the word algorithm so I sound smart. Uh, <laughs> the algorithm has is, is told them like what is successful, what's going to go. So I was thinking. Uh, my favorite bumbly, bumbling sidekicks. Okay, great. Okay, All of pop crap from everyone. That's enough. You to books, movies, uh, NFTs. I imagine some of the <laughs> monkeys or sidekicks. Yeah, and yeah. enough attention.
0: Okay. Uh, what's your number three, Dave?
2: Well, I I, I think I was going to do short round because I think he was uh, short round is obviously the uh, the sidekick in the best Indiana Jones movie, Temple of Doom. <laughs> um, who I, I think uh, got a lot of hate. Uh, mostly deserved, and it's kind of I've kind of warmed I've warmed to him since then. I've kind of warmed to Short Round. Uh, no reason that a a tiny a tiny boy uh, gets involved in all the hijinks, the danger he's put in, the murder he has to witness, not cool. Uh, human sacrifice, things like that. But you know, he's uh, he's got an iconic hat. Uh, he's funny. He tells uh, Doctor Jones not to be too horny to to do his mission, which I mean, I think he phrases it a bit funnier than that. But uh, you know, Short Round, he's a you know, he's kind of gets in some hijinks, so he's not as bumbling as you could be. But I, I decided that I I just liked his energy.
1: Okay, well, my number three is is also from Indiana Jones, and I think he's fairly bumbling. But it's uh, Sala, who played by uh, Jonathan Rhys Davies. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good one, and he's great. He's in he's in the the first and the third, um, and he's just he's just a lot of fun. He's got the fez, um, and I would say I would say he's relatively bumbling. He's he's a little. He's not. I, I wouldn't say he's fully bumbling, but he's on the bumbling <laughs> spectrum
0: to fully. some degree. I wouldn't say he's a full idiot. He's not but he's... fully bumbling,
1: but he does bumble in in some instances, and yeah. uh, and he's great in it. So yeah, that's my okay. number. One, uh, my number three, John, number
0: three, bumbling yeah. sidekick, Art Garfunkel. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, this is this is going to be really hard for me because I don't uh, I don't like hero movies I don't like movies in general um but I know you said it can be from anywhere um so this is going to be like I said this is going to be a real struggle for me uh but I'm going to go with uh my number 3 is going to be Dwight from The Office. Okay. I know it's like cool to hate on The Office now or whatever but still a good show for me still enjoy that character uh Dwight kind of played perfectly by uh Rain Wilson, good chemistry with uh with Steve Carell, Michael Scott and uh yeah, you know, I think people forget Good character. And he bumbles for sure. Oh, he's a big he time bumbles. bumbler. He's yeah. a big bumble daddy. So yeah. that's, uh, that sounded weird, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my number three. Your right. Number two, Dave. Uh,
2: my number two, I'm going to pull from, from comics. There's a lot of these guys. I mean, uh, there's, there's a lot of the, the wingman, like your, your foggy Nelson's Daredevil's got who, uh, they, they get him. They screw up sometimes, get him into trouble, but I, I, I like the real Utre ones that came out of the silver age. So, Doi B. Dickles, uh, the Green Lantern's old
0: old uh, goofy sidekick. Doi B. Wow. Dickles, uh, that was Sean's uh, was number in, one. I yeah, Doi what Di- Di- come on, Dooby Dickles. B. Dickles. <laughs> Doi B. Dickles. Okay. Well, I, what I like about a name. this is just That's such like a mind- sidekick name. That's awesome.
2: Oh, isn't it? It's perfect. Yeah. I mean, he he's just he's just a guy who, for some reason, would drive a Green Lantern in a taxi. Now, Green Lantern can fly. This is why I, I I say it's a little confusing. He'd be a taxi driver, but he is just a uh, a, a goofy taxi driver who gets into fights uses a pipe wrench uh to fight people alongside grid i just discovered this you know if you're in if you're into comics sometimes you're like what let me go back into the origins the the raw stuff and it turns out they all were really dumb uh before like that was the, they were four kids like the 80s grim and gritty comics that i grew up with were preceded by um how do we make this as slapsticky as possible so uh Joey B. Dickles is is I th- I think he he, he walked so other other goofballs could fly, uh, so Foggy Nelson could oh, I, I guess he he bumbled so others could bumble even even better. But uh, <laughs> I I want uh, I I think I might be one of those guys if uh, during the twentieth reboot of all these of all these DC things I think I'm one of those guys who posts um, just trying to post into reality somebody <laughs> like a Seth Rogen getting cast as Joey B. Dickles yeah. so that uh. I, Green Lantern has a little bit of comic relief. I think that was missing from the round. Re- Ironically, missing from the round Reynolds version. It was too grim. You need, you need a goofball.
1: Yeah. Doi Dickles. Doi Dickles. Okay. Uh, my number two, this is a real guy. This is Paul Schaefer from the David Letter. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a good he's call. He's very bumbling. Yes. And he's Canadian also. He's an added ad bonus. Yeah. Um, but he's, uh he's just a lot of fun. You know, whenever Dave threw it over to, to Paul, you knew he was going to say something very weird. A very weird non sequitur most of the time. Um, great look too. Great, great sense of style. But I would say definitely bumbling. I would say he he bumbled a bit.
0: Oh yeah, Paul Schaefer. Yeah, yeah. he's a bumbler. He's a bumbler. I think that was kind of his whole thing. Yeah, yeah. He was great at it. He was good at bumbling. He's a good. Yeah. He was a good bumbler. Yeah, John. Oh <sighs> guys, this is really, I mean, this is, this, is, this is a tricky one. I, no, I, I'll be fine. I'll yeah. be fine. I'm going to go, uh, you know, obviously for me, a safe, a safe world for me is always cartoons. Yep. So I'm always loving a good cartoon and, uh, I'm going to go my number two Barney rubble. Okay. Love a good, yeah. uh, you know, cause Barney oh, was sort of, yeah, yeah he was sort of seen as like the kind of, I mean, cause Fred was kind of dumb, but so was Barney. And Barney would also kind of like get them into trouble make mistakes with Betty, you know, just the kind of, uh, fun little bumbly sidekick. Yeah. So that's my number two, Barney. Good Rubble. Pick, yeah. Thank you. Dave, Dave
2: you later, I should have said at the beginning, like that's what I, the, the sidekick needs to, uh, the personality can be all over the map, but he needs to get his uh, friend into trouble to yeah. get the plot moving. So yeah. they Barney for My, uh, my number one would be, uh, TV's Frank from mystery science Theater 3000. I think, uh, uh, very aware created by guys who are very aware of the history of uh, of goofy sidekicks, uh, met, met Frank Conniff for real life. Great guy uh, owns it but, uh, just a legit funny, uh, and, and put upon in a, in a way that where he's, a uh, he's bumbling. I mean, he, he does his, he's not respected by Dr. Forrester. Uh, but he's got a heart of gold. I like that in a sidekick. Sometimes, you know, he's going to screw up but he's going to screw up in the right direction. Um, and just really like the, like many people of my age on Twitter, just the Simpsons and Mr. Science three thousand, and Mister Show that hardwired like eighty percent of my personality. Yeah, Uh, like most of, most of the things I think are funny came from these particular things. And TV's Frank was, I thought, the apotheosis of of the goofball sidekicks who gets into hijinks. That's
1: a good pick. Great pick. My number one. You know what? I'm gonna go with uh, Garth from Wayne's World. Nice. That's a oh, that's yeah. a really I think that's yeah. it's a safe pick, maybe. But oh, uh, I like that. He's so funny. Dana Carvey is so Smart good pick, yeah. as, as Garth, and I mean. He is 100 percent bumbling.
0: Oh yeah. No if we're talking
1: bumbling, like he's, he's no the question. bumbliest,
0: man. Yeah, he's very so, bumbly.
1: I gotta rewatch Wayne's World. It's been like ten years.
0: Yeah, me too. It's actually. such a good movie. I haven't movie. watched it in forever. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna
1: Garth from Wayne's World. That's my
0: number one. Yeah. My number one is Nigel Tufnell from This Is Spinal oh, Tap. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And again, I not necessarily bumbling in the sense that he that he uh like he's obviously an idiot, but yeah. it's like, he's not even really necessarily dragging the band into weird situations. No. It's just more that he's like a dumbass. Yeah. And, uh, he's so you know, funny. It's yeah. It's just such a great character. Uh, obviously a amazingly hilarious movie. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be my number one. That's good choice. That's thank a, you. That's a good top three. Great top three, yeah. Dave. Uh, thank you very much for that. And thank you for joining us uh, here on the show before we go. Is there anything you'd like to plug?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I still should plug my book because you can yeah, still buy yeah. it. Uh, and so my, my book's "The Show That Never Ends." It's a book of, of a history of progressive rock, uh, which is very awful I normally write about. But I'm really happy with it. Uh, I I'm still, as I mentioned, it thinking about the person who gave that negative review. Getting <laughs> circling back to what I was thinking. Uh, and then I write for the Washington Post. If you look at the, you know look at me on Twitter at Dave Weigel, you got the links to what I write for the Post. I mean, I it's going to slow down because we're having American Thanksgiving in a, in a minute, but, uh, you, you, I usually kind of, I'm all around the country. Uh, mostly this one, uh, about eight to 10,000 words a week of, 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 stuff about politics. And if you love politics, um, who, why can't, you know, who, who doesn't in this <laughs> yeah. day and age, this crazy world, uh, I, my approach to it is, uh, as much as I can, let me see this stuff in person. This is kind of weird. And so if I, I try to can, I try to be a little bit, you know on the news but get, getting really ha- having a really granular look at why people are doing this stuff uh what, what the personalities like the the things that don't make any sense that I need to explain so yeah just read uh, read uh, read the good old washington post and if you subscribe to twitter blue uh <laughs> as i did they have some kind of deal uh that i didn't know about where there are certain news sites where you kind of sneak around the paywall. If you're following oh, if you're, if interesting. you're following a link oh. on Twitter, okay. I don't know how it works. Uh, it does seem like a scam, but not like an expensive scam. It's okay. Like $2 a month or something. Yeah. Nice. So if you're going to be like, oh, I don't like the paywalls, you know, shut up, just uh, <laughs> pay for it. Uh, even pay, pay Twitter, pay, not pay. None of that money goes to me. It's just, it's just, <laughs> it's just taking, sucking my time and my livelihood. Just, pay but read the damn articles that's that's my advice beautiful there you go so
0: give dave a follow everything is there read his book uh you can uh, follow us on twitter instagram at block party pod you can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party and we'll see you back here next week goodbye goodbye